You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the lousy show I did last night, Uh, but I was tired. I'm getting old. And today, I had a group of people I've known for many years, and it's the beginning of my legacy program. And in case you haven't heard of what I'm doing, I've been on the air for 55 years or 56 years now. And I'm going to say this. I'm leaving a legacy to the whole world in that everything I have done, all the videos, all of the books, are downloadable. And since now we have this modern magic of the Internet, I want to be able to leave it free of charge so that everybody on Earth can... Or it's going to take about six months to a year to get it going and about two years to complete it, or maybe three, because there's so much of what I've done and did better than I'm doing now, because I'm old. But I still have the understanding, but I don't have the vocabulary that I used to have, I'm sorry to say, nor the snippy little way that I had to make my point. However, I know I'm going to kick the bucket pretty soon, maybe four or five years, maybe tomorrow, who knows. But I want to make sure that everybody on earth has the opportunity to access my work for nothing, for free, no matter what it is. Download it, use it, enjoy it. And I, I know that English, and hope, hopefully British English will, be, will preside, is one-third of the world. One-third of the world can speak English. And they can translate what they learn and help others that don't speak English and explain it to them. So that the people who, everybody gets it free. I've noticed that with the seven-minute meditation, which has been a year and six months, without much promotion, I see money coming in from gracious people who recognize that that is for free, and it's done them a lot of good, and of their own hearts, naturally, they've donated the foundation of human understanding. It's beginning to come in. It's beginning to give me money so I can do these things. I don't have to say it. It is the beauty of it that it comes to them to do it, but not even asking for anything. They just know where it's coming from. And, of course, other people, there are people who won't. And then it's selfish and that kind of thing. They're missing something. But what is beautiful, what I find is beautiful, that it's going to be possible that a sufficient number of people of their own will and own purpose graciously support the program, recognizing it, even if I'm not, never heard me say this before. They'll be able to 
maintain the the good they got and allowing others to be able to get it who cannot afford it. So a big percentage of the world can't afford it. But sufficiently, since the cost cost of actually producing it and setting it up, see, in the beginning, is minute compared with the good it can do and how many people it can reach. Wouldn't it be nice if everybody on earth is able to get an understanding, a beautifully simple understanding of how, how to live and how to deal with stress and how to deal with tyrants and bullies and how to overcome their mental, emotional, physical problems with great simplicity. That is beautiful. And that is my legacy. And I would like to be the reaper as well as the sower, but that may not be possible. So this time, I'm... Second of April, I'll be 89. Then I'll be 90. But I still want to be on the radio program if you don't mind supporting me for the time being. Thank you very much. I'm going to talk to you about men and women, and, it's, and I'm calling it Men Have Their Wills and Women Have Their Ways. Bear it in mind, I want to share something you with is very, very important. The relationship with woman, man and woman is very important. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now, from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, good evening again. A lot of you didn't hear what I had to say because many stations carry the first six minutes with news and etc., etc. And what I said, I've spent the day with about uh, 12 people and... I'm going to leave a legacy of my 56 years being on the radio and the three years and three months I was in the Institute of Hypnosis discovering that everybody on earth is in a hypnotic state and not know it. I mean that. This may be surprising to you if you're tuning for the first time. But I was very interested in hypnosis when I was 15 years old, because I realized that Hitler couldn't... How did he do this? How did he cause a, a democratic country and, and turn them into, into murderers? And the concept of that came to me when I was 15, that there's got to be a reason for this, and then I found out that there's such a thing as hypnosis. 
And then I practiced on my mother's best friend from the First World War. She had a headache and it disappeared, but it, it really didn't. And I'll share with you. But what I, do, what I did before I went into the, into the military, uh, where I furthered my understanding of human nature and thinking that they are themselves when they are not, and living, living literally, the whole world is living in, under hypnotic states. But everybody has the same problem of living in a, in a hypnotic state, thinking that who they are is not who they are. They're inheriting an identity, and you might call it an identity crisis, and you could call it, uh, and needing an exorcism, because you have another identity inside you. Yesterday, I was talking to you about, um, oh dear, it's uh, from my face. Uh, I can't use that now because, it, well, you know, I'm 98 years old, and and let's see, the 2nd of April will be 1997, I'll be 98, no, 99. Oh, see, I got it all wrong again. <laughs> this is just funny. But anyway, I'll be one year older. And... What I've done, I'm going to come back to the, my point and running away from the point, I come back to it. I'm going to leave a legacy and the legacy will give everybody on earth access to everything I've ever done. So all, it, it, it has to be done with great skill. I have 12 people I was speaking with today who knows what to do and are very familiar with what I'm doing. And what we're going to do is put it all together. And so if it's cancer or asthma, whatever it is, all you have to do is press a button. And the one thing which does everything wrong makes you do it. The one thing that does you, every, does you wrong in everything is called stress. Another word for it is temptation. That's a, that is a stress. And if you don't deal with temptation properly, you will die. And so I am going to talk about that in just a few minutes. I'm going to play a little bit until I come around to it because I want to tell you something about the men and women relationship, but I, I've got to say this to, uh, to say it before I get it lost in my mind here, is that the legacy will be categorized and into different ways to be able to access it. Videos, everything books, download books, everything, free, with a purpose that the to give it to the whole world, and the whole world doesn't speak English, but the whole world will have a means of, of receiving information because of the kind of world we have today, the Internet. And into the future, when I'm long gone, What will be is what's left of me, left behind, to keep on going, to keep it going. There's a whole group of people going to keep this going, and it does cost some money, but the thing is, what I've discovered when I have, uh, I gave, I should say, the seven-minute meditation for free to see what would happen. It's only seven minutes, but it was quite remarkable. I've learned more since then to make it even easier. It, it, and if you understand that one thing, 
that one thing that creates everything go that makes everything go wrong, that creates every disease on earth and war, and worst of all, um, divorce, which is the subject matter I want to, to talk to you about in just a few minutes. But the idea is those people who have a good heart, they will support me as they are doing to this very day. There are people who has been following me for years and years and years, and they keep sending money and to support the program. A small percentage, yes, but enough to keep me on the air to do these, to reach you. But I see that recently, since I've learned how to say it in seven minutes, maybe I can say it in six minutes. Who cares? But seven minutes, I can bring you to God. Seven minutes. All I need to do is show you the way. It's called Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know. But now, I'm going to change my subject matter and talk to you about what's very important, what causes all the misery and suffering on earth, what causes it is, of course, resentment and anger. But the, but the point is you've inherited something. You've inherited that anger and frustration and a, and a broken heart and doubt and fear and anxiety. It comes through the generations, through one man's sin and death through sin, spread through the human race. It spread to everybody on earth. Okay, And none of you, or very few of you, understand that you're not yourself lately. I've heard people say, I've not been not myself lately. No, you haven't been yourself until from the day you were born, practically. It, but the, the, the loss of innocence usually comes when you're about two or three and you're cute and you speak and you, you, see, you begin to see with a great perception that all the adults have lost. And, and you are just about to to lose it also. Because the very act of seeing your parents lying, dishonest, crazy, fighting, seductive, cruel, but not just that, but every, you go to school and the kids of broken homes will vent themselves on your what's left of your innocence. And so, what I've learned to do understand is that it's possible if you could find your way back to what you were as a little child. It's all there in little pieces in the Bible. Unless you become as or become again as a little child in a big body. There's a big difference between it being a little child and being under under attack and, and being programmed. You can't stop that. But when you get older and you grow in conflict with yourself, that is what I'm talking about. You have been corrupted. And a, a lot of you will see this about yourself, know that there's something wrong, something wrong with your parents, but then you resent your parents and pretty soon... Yeah, and you can't help it. You hate your teacher, whatever. They, 
and Obama made it much more easy to to tick everybody off and reward the worst kid in the class and punish the good ones. It's all upside down. It's all being it's all been happening all this time. You make other people take your guilt. You try to be a good person and they upset you. And they keep on upsetting you and they, you can't stop being upset because the program of being upset was you've inherited, but you're not guilty. The guilty person is also not guilty because the guilty person could be your teacher, the guilty person could be your mom and your dad. It could be the book, the book, the those, the the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker. It could be anybody who does it because the minute you start to become upset, you become subject to being more upset because you know you you've lost your ability, you've lost your graciousness, you've lost the grace that will give you eternal life if you follow it. If it becomes a story, and my story is helped me to understand all this. You see. And so what I want to do this evening is to talk to you about the relationship with your husband and wife. And the subject matter is men have their wills and women have their way. All my problems come from my husband. If he was dead... All my troubles would be over, so, so think most women when they proceed to kiss, kill their males, either by indulging them sexually into an early grave or nagging them to death. But this is what I want to talk about. So you hold on my mind. you just for a second? You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, so I was saying that I was sort of repeating what women often say about their husbands. My problems will become, you know, my problems come from my husband. If he were dead, my problems would disappear. Uh, So that's why many women think about that, and they proceed to kill their mates, either by indulging them, as I said, sexuality, sexually, or into a certain grave by nagging them to death. And behold, gentlemen, the truth that every woman knows and every man is afraid to face. That's what I'm saying. So the reason behind all this is is, uh, is, is the extension of Paradise Lost. Everything is bar sacraments, if you don't mind me being crude a little bit, because what happened but turned things around in the story of the of Paradise Lost, in that story, you can see that the relationship between man and woman was reversed to the, that which spoke to the woman, and the man and and she seduced the man and gave himself to her, and when God came in and says, "Did you eat of that fruit?" And he says, no, me, Eve made me do it. He made an excuse. And in your life, the relationship between your wife and yourself is exactly the same. 
except you inherit it. The woman inherit, inherits the, the voice of the dark force. She inherits it. She doesn't understand it. But she is a, where she lacks strength, she has strength in seduction. And so the reason why women are so universally, so usually resent their husbands is that men the world over share the same weakness. That is, they use women to serve and excite their own egos instead of caring for and correcting them with the love which comes from only from a creator. You see? And so the highest form of love a man can have is the need to merge his soul with God. Be still and know, I am God, says he, and you have an opportunity, not like Adam, Adam and Eve, where Adam falls from God to the, to the spirit that spoke through Eve. And so it says, through one man, sin brings through all the human race. And it said it in the very beginning, because you have done this thing, so shall a man be bonded to the woman as one flesh. That is hell. And that has to be reversed. Because if you inherit, if a man inherits through the wife, because his father failed to be a man, a real man with a real authority, the real love, not lust, which is called lust, See, lust is called love. And so that's where the big mistake is. Lust is not love. I didn't say you couldn't have sex, gentlemen. But I'm saying it in a different way. The highest form of love a man can have is the secret or the need to merge his soul back to God, which is not, you won't find it in any church or synagogue, or any place. You need to come back to intuition and become as a little child. And Unless you become as a little child, meaning you are born with intuition. So when you come into the culture, I keep saying it over and over again in case you miss it. When you come into the culture, culture is as sick as it is now. It's obvious you're coming into a culture where lies are truth. And truth is lies. And the people who lie have power over the, over the innocent who don't know how to deal with the lies, how powerful they are, especially the atmosphere in every, every family with very, very rare acceptance. So the lowest form is the need to merge uh, for a man to meet merge himself with a woman which he accomplishes through pressuring her into sexual union. That is not good. See? Because that's not love. There is a, there is a, there's a reason why I say this, because there's a certain virtue, a way of uh, a chaperone kind of relationship as it used to be, whereby you just make sure that men don't do to a woman, and to, to just for his own pleasure, because it does seem to a man that the attraction of a woman 
but is only the attraction of, of Satan operating through a woman without her knowing it. But, she, but the woman, most women know there's something wrong. They know that if they have a man, if it was a real man, like Adam ought to be, subject to the creator, she could be, have the hell loved out of her. Is that not true? But it's us backwards, or backwards. Pardon the way I said it. It's backwards. It's, it's women looking for true love. And that, but the trouble is it that when a child is born, a male child especially, if the husband is that kind of person I explained just a few minutes ago, he's only looking for lust and he calls it love, and the woman rises to the occasion of that need, and it does him harm. But she's got no other choice. But if she wants to hold the family together, she has to spread her legs. Excuse me putting it in that way, it's a, it, which is gross. It, it is a compulsion because she's beginning to resent the man because he will not, say, put the fruit down. He won't speak up to her because he, he's afraid that she, that she won't give him sex. And sex, that kind of sex is dangerous to both of them. And so I want you to treat it there with... Bear with me this evening. See, it's the highest form of love is, that, is to have the need to merge your soul with God first. And the lowest form is the need to merge yourself in a woman, which he accomplishes through pressuring her himself with, with a woman, which he accomplishes through pressuring her into sexual union. As his surrogate creator, she eventually recreates him in her own image and likeness. That's why you see most men are bullies to be a man. That's the only way they can be strong is to be a bully and get more sex or none and go off and find somebody who will be bullied into it. See? So what happens is, as I said, I want to repeat it again, the lowest force, the lowest form, is the need to merge himself with a woman, which is accomplished by pressuring her into sexual union. And that emboldens the weakness in a man or the bully in a man. But neither one of those can satisfy her. And then she gets angry and frustrated and resentful. And in resentful, she feels guilty because she's decent, but she doesn't understand. Even though she's decent inside, she cannot help but be compelled to serve the man. And when you serve the man, he becomes less of a person. You embolden him to be weak. You embolden him to be a bully. And neither one of those stems the tide of what is coming through her in every generation, because men have a female. Every man is a bully, there's a woman in there. Every man is a weakling, there's a bully in there. There's more women in them than there is in the, in the, in the, in the woman. There's some exchange. The woman has power. And she doesn't want it. And she hates it. 
and then she hates it, she feels guilty. When she feels guilty, she discards her husband and gets another one. That's called divorce. But the same thing happens. It's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna go away unless you understand it. As his surrogate surrogate creator, she eventually recreates him in her every man in in her own image and likeness. In other words, men lose what they are when they come into the world because the dad is the one I des- is the person I described. He's either a bully or he's a weakling. Correct? And this is not good for a woman. A woman is something in a woman that is is the voice that spoke to her, Eve, when when paradise was lost. It's there. It travels through the woman. And everything's upside down, meaning women create the problem, but they don't want to. They can't help themselves because men help themselves to her and unconsciously look to her for a sense of worth, which is utterly and completely worthless. I've got I've got a book, and you can I guess you can scan it on my on my website, but I do recommend two books about sex, and one of them is called um, Understanding Sexuality, and the other one is called Adam and Eve Syndrome. I took a little piece from that, uh, with ad lib of course, but I kept on a course with the concept that's in the book, which is, if I may say so, in my early days, it's beautifully written because I had a beautiful person who knew how to edit everything, and she passed away a long time ago. She edited most of my books, The Adam and Eve Syndrome. I recognize that. And if you want to go to um, the uh, Facebook You'll see, you'll see right away one paragraph of the Adam and Eve syndrome, and your hair will stand up. And that's what I want. I want you to buy a book. You can go to F, to Facebook and just read five lines, and your hair will stand up. The problem of our country now is perversion. And perversion is the lack of virtue for a woman he says he loves and does not know what love is. It's called lust. And there's something about a woman that can't help but be attracted to that because she needs a man. But she needs a man to love the hell out of her. Instead, the, she 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 emboldens 
the men by her service, sexual service. It makes him more addicted, you see, makes him more strongly addicted day by day until he wants more and more she can't give, etc., etc. Now, gentlemen, I give you a phone number, 800-866-8883. I do not like... I, do, I just dropped the book on the floor, so don't worry about it. Uh, I, I don't like... To, speaking like this but it has to be said you will not find it in your synagogue you will not find it in your church you will find it on my website the Adam and Eve syndrome and then the other one is a thicker book which is even more powerful it's uh, understanding sexuality I think those two books you need to buy them because you, you will read in those books all the variations of the same thing and all the diseases that comes from it. See, For example, the opening of this, argu- of this subject matter uh, is like this. Men have their wills and women have their ways. And the, and the, the, the what's, what is said here is all the problems that come from my husband. If he was dead, my all my troubles would be over. No, she's going to kill the next one, or the next one will kill her be a, a, and bully her into submission. All right, all right, back. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Yes, uh, I like to do two hours, but I get bored with myself. The number is 800 866 8883. And if you don't call me, I'm, I'm forced to um, speak. What is it? Pronosticate. I don't know what the word is. Anyway, so I know that you're listening, and it has its own value, and it's rare that I find a a person who is, especially women, I I think women like what what I'm saying better than men do. I think men are offended by what I'm saying, but women are not. I know the heart of a woman. I know the the good ones. There are some bad ones that that like like to play play them. They got the guys and demoralize them you know, and prostitute themselves for the pleasure of power. That's until they die from frustration. They die from too much of anything, beginning with too much sex. It creates an anxiety because you see, you see you, you're, when, you, when a man has a relationship with a woman the way I described, it encourages the, the voice, if I may use that word voice, that spoke to Eve and caused everything to turn around so that the voice is the darkness and the man is subject to the, her darkness, her, her power over him. And even when 
he's a bully and she's being pummeled to the ground. Yes, because you're going to get that sex or I'm going to kill you attitude. But still, unbeknown to her, and even with a little secret pleasure, she gets from upsetting him and turning him into a monster, which is what the dark side of the force wants to happen. See that? But it, it's, in other words, it's not her. It's what's operating through all women. And the good ones are looking for the kind of man who love the hell out of her and not love the hell in her, as I've been speaking about so many times. That's the way I say it. Love the hell out of her. And the best time is in your courtship time, where you are gracious. Not that I was so gracious, but I had to learn. And I had to suffer a lot over the years. My wife still hasn't got what she needs, because it's my fault. But I, I'm staying with her and love her and learning to love her, even though she, she doesn't really understand it completely. And she's not strong. I, uh, to me, that's, uh, I'm disturbed a little bit by that because I've been 64 years, 65 years married. And instead of getting better, she aged quicker than me and I stayed young longer because I had love. And I, I couldn't force her, nor would I force her to see it. I, even though I, as many times as I would say it, now look, you don't get angry, see? And she knows that I'm gracious to her. She knows it, but she can't help that thing inside. She can't help it. And she seems, as I don't, it's, it's hard to explain. I have to wait, even to the day I die. That's it. And I hope that my experience is how a man should be with his wife. So even if he does, she doesn't have love for you, you have love for her, which is the situation. She doesn't know what love is yet. There's a certain amount of rebellion that sort of made it more difficult, more difficult, a codependency, because, you know, I'm a decent, fairly decent person, and uh, but I don't... I don't reach for her the way I've been described that men do. There's something about a woman that her, my wife, that wants me to love her the way, you know, the ordinary way, which is not, not healthy, okay? It's not healthy at all. Uh, anyway, so let me continue. Uh, 800-866-8883. So wherever... Divine love fails to materialize as a caring for the person of a woman. A mental need and an animal lust take us, takes its place, preparing man for an unhealthy ego merging with a woman. As she responds to his need with pity or to his pressure, with guilt and fear, she immediately plunges into a destru destructive cycle with her mate or her husband or her man. It is a terrible thing for a man 
to pressure a woman for sex. But for a woman to allow herself to be pressured is also a foolish thing. It is a fatal weakness. Women, woman, begins life as a warm, loving creature, ready to follow and serve a good man. However, the man she meets usually misuses her natural affection, compelling her to support something gone wrong inside him through the failing of his father. So he's got a, a, a woman inside him, and he, but it's, so it's the woman inside him that is drawing him to the, to the mother in the woman, his wife, wife-to-be. So the woman inside him is his identity. And he, and, and, but, but, he's, but because he's a man, he's attracted to the woman in a wrong way. And the woman, woman can't help but rise up to love him, to nurture him, because there's a certain pleasure from that of overcoming in other words, completing the system of paradise lost where the, the system itself was turned upside down. And so instead of God in man and man in woman and woman into the children, see, it's different from the dark side of the woman carried through the generations into the woman, into the husband or, or boyfriend, and so he's nurtured from the dark side of the force through the women. Now, you, you may be a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but damn you if you don't understand this point. Unless we get the things turned round, this country won't survive. Because all we got is bitterness and cruelty and perversions of every kind. Anxiety, guilt, drugs, alcohol. You can't cure any of that until you understand what's upside down. Through one man's sin and death through sin. Spread the human race. And then it's the words, because you have done this thing, Adam, so shall man be bonded to his wife as one flesh. That is bass backwards. You understand what bass backwards is? Okay. And so, are you happy with your life? Are you happy with your husband? Are you happy with your wife? No. You wonder why women live longer than men because they nag, the, nag them to death for something they don't even know themselves what they want. Okay. So, his male ego, pride, perverts healthy love. Evermore, let me tell you a story and I will finish the hour. If you want me to have another hour, I want the lines to fill up. I don't mind doing an, an extra hour. An extra hour will come uh, the way it usually comes when I don't get any calls. I don't want to sit here and blabber. I need people to, to call me. 800-86-8883. That's the reason why I only do an hour because 
it's time for you to step forward and say, but how do I fix it? I can tell you how to fix it. Means you go to the med- you learn to med- meditate, and the meditation is the be still and know. So this be still and know uh, uh, answer. If you know what be still and know is, and if you want to know what the right hand of man is, why well, usually the right hand is because God spoke about the right hand. I mean, not God, but Jesus himself mentioned the right hand. And the right hand is is um, motivated by the left side of the brain. And so, by being aware of the first right hand, that's why I get you to do the right hand first. Be aware of the first finger of your hand tingling. What I'm doing is getting your attention from your thoughts, all those endless thoughts and anguish and whatever, anxiety. I just get to put your mind on your, your first finger of your right hand until it tingles. Correct? Okay? And you do this while I'm talking to you. And so what's happening is the left part of the brain has the power to travel energy into that right hand of God. Why did they say the right hand of God? Why? And this to be on the right hand of God himself. This is all part of hiding what was not uh, allowed in those days. And so you could look between the lines and you can put it together as I know how to do intuitively. You'll see it, you'll recognize it as I'm speaking. And so um, I'm just getting a little touch. Pardon? Question. You have a question? Oh, hello. Your producer, Marcella. Yeah, so you do, Marcella. I do this twice a day, and I've come to the point where both, hand, both hands uh, tingle simultaneously. Yeah, that's good, but you start with the right hand. Okay, okay. It, it, it has to, it has to uh, be uh, uh, over the left hand. You no, don't yeah, want I, to go to the left hand first. So, so the left hand, yes, you complete the whole thing that way by going to the right hand first. So following following your the instruction, it just for me it just you know I start there, but it, it instantly goes to both hands. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it, okay. it would also it also begin to feel it in your chest and in your every part of you will start to glow at some point. And you'll feel that well, after a while you get used to it. If you go to Hawaii for the first time, you say, oh, what a beautiful place. Oh, you're, you're, you're overcome with the, the beauty of it. After a while, when you live there for a little while, you don't notice it anymore. And so meditation should be that way. You don't notice it anymore. I don't meditate, basically, like you do, because I'm, I'm always there. I just check, I check myself every now and then to make sure, because it, it doesn't have to be a meditation all the time.
Okay, so you, you could listen, uh, Marcella. You can continue the thoughts. It's a good question. You, you understand that I don't sit. I do, for instance, uh, uh, I'm sitting here. I can feel my fingers tingling, but that's neat. I don't. I don't need to do that because I've given my through this process. It, it doesn't need a ritual, which is a certain kind of ritual where you cross the border from from the the communism to the to freedom. Cross the, you cross that border. What happens yeah. for me is the first thing I do is close my. You sit down. I close my eyes, and I'm in this sanctuary, so to speak. It, well, in, what did you say? How did you say that? So. When I close my eyes, yes. I'm visualizing my personal sanctuary, visually. Your, 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 your personal what? Sanctuary. I, I couldn't hear that word, sorry. Sanctuary. Oh, sanctuary. Yes. Yes. And what happens immediately within, a, within just a few seconds is my hand starts to tingle, and then immediately after that, both hands are fully tingling. There's nothing wrong with it. As long okay. as you start with the right. Okay, that, that's all. That's all, yes. And there's a time when you don't have to sit down and do it because you've crossed the border and God loves you and that's all there is to it. And, and the, light that is, the light that created the universe is now the light in you but doesn't burn you up. It, it's a special kind of light. That's the extension of his wisdom and the purpose for your each one of your existence, each one being different. See, but it's the same God. Everybody, everybody was 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 a person who who made bricks. You wouldn't have anything to eat, so everybody has to have a different ability, a different story, a different kind of talent of some kind. So, with me. And since I'm the first person, you know, has done it and learned, learned through it and suffered through it, and properly so, it's, it's uh, the right hand there, right hand part of you. But that disappears after a while. And you still can do it, won't hurt, but it's not necessary because you're there. And every time you deal with a person and don't get upset, is triumph. Everything bad happens for good. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. The program number is 8937, and Marcelo is somebody I've known since he was a little boy. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> I think I called your show when I was five years old. I, 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 don't, I don't remember it, but I, I, don't, you know, I wouldn't argue with that. Um, thank you very much for jumping in. But once you get the hang of it, in the moment, once you have been disconnected, the whole idea of being still is to separate the soul the intuitive self from the being entangled with the mortal brain, the monkey brain, I call it. Because once you start to be upset and intimidated 
And once you come into the world and the world comes into you through your parents and the extension of, of the culture you may be in, and then uh, you don't need, once you have come into the world and the world gets into you, you have conflict and you have doubts, you have fears, and no matter what you do, you cannot cure it. And the more you try to fix your own self, the worse you become. If you have money or drugs or anything, slamp collecting to make you feel better, you don't want to feel better. You don't want to feel anything because the, 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 your feelings um, origin from the instructions of the authority of people who upset you and turned you around the other way so that you've been subject to the person as a, as a horseman knows how to make the horse do what he wants and the person who trains an elephant is only a little guy but he can make, the, make that animal happy you see, doing some work but you don't want to be you don't want to be motivated by any human being. You don't want to take sympathy from any human being. You don't want to be any angry with any human being because forgive them, Father, for they all don't know. None of them know what they're doing. And Jesus made the point when he was dying and being have has and nails in his feet and hands, and God knows what he went through. The last thing he says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You have to understand that the dark side is in every person, every woman, nearly every child, but there's a certain amount of innocence in you that's able to recognize it in another person. That's my job, to show you that it's there, and that you see that it's there, you take hold of your faith again. And I say, don't be worried. Take hold of your faith. And when you do, you will survive everything. And if I can get the whole world to do it with my approach to giving everything free, um... Wouldn't it be beautiful if we all understood, be still and know, I am God. That's what I want to do. Because if, you're, if you can't get that stillness, if you can't separate, you can, but you can't do it yourself. You have to have a, 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 a target. No, that's not the word, target. A purpose. And the purpose is what's the meaning of life. And so, when it comes along, if you have a desire to know the meaning of life, you want it, you'll know it when you see it. You'll see it with a blade of grass. A blade of grass could do it for you. A baby crying. A baby becoming down the, 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 in, in being born. It's just a bit, a bit disturbing how we come into the world. I've always sensed. The, it's a little disturbing to see that how, it, how a baby is born. But you see, when that baby grows up and becomes in, in, involved in culture, he's lost the purpose 
to paradise is lost. And so, but it's a good thing in a way because it has to be. Evil has to have its way. And we have to learn because we are affected by evil that of, from people who don't know they're evil. They don't know what they're doing. That's what he says. Not even the people who stick the nails in his hands and feet. They didn't know what they were doing. And if they did know what they're doing, they couldn't stop. Just like everybody else. You don't know what you You know you're not, when you take drugs and, and sniff this and sniff that. You know you, you, the bitterness and the angst, guilt of what you do when you hurt somebody and you try to make up for it. Or you, you, you get, you don't know how to, anyway, you see what I'm trying to say. It's, it's inheritance. So an inheritant person is not guilty. He's hypnotized by he, the way he reacts to the pressures of coming into the world. So he loses his relationship with God and has conflict with what he's become. And psychiatrists cannot cure this. Intellectuals like the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he says about them, the intellectual, all knowledge and no common sense. It says, you see, but you don't perceive the word perception. See, that's what you have to return to. You see, but you don't perceive you hear, but you do not understand. That's a whole new world. There's a word for that. Intuition. Tuition from within. And which overcomes the the tuition from school. I know all these things because I left my school behind and took my chances of what I should be and I have become it and I can share it with you God bless you support the program my name is Roy Masters and I'll give you the address in a minute to call call you it's where you can send your check thank you All right, let me give you the address. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass. Grants Pass to you, but Grants Pass to me. Okay. And well, Post Office Box 1000, Grants, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. And then there's the, the website fhu.com. It's simple. fhu.com. And the number of the phone 800 877 I'm working now. We're beginning work before I leave this earth to make sure that I bequeath all my work to, which is God's work, to every person on this planet. Thank you for listening.